0: Now here's the best Stay Tuned Sports podcast. And hello there, all you Stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. I'm your good friend Jimbo here, back again with some. I, I think we got a good show. A um, little bit different topics than normal. There's not nothing really in the news to talk about. Other, I will touch on about stupid fans. Getting involved in the NBA games, running on the court, causing problems. But I will also be talking about. Um, I saw this post on Facebook from actually one of the Stay Tuned uh, Sports Podcast Truck Series drivers, Stephen Doziak, um, saying Ozzy Smith is the greatest shortstop of all time, and it got me thinking. You know, who who could be? You know, I'll throw some. Three, you know, two other names out on top of Ozzy Smith um, to discuss about a little bit. Um, but before we get into the show, head over to StayTunesports.net so that way you can get all of our social media accounts, which is on the right hand side there. Follow us there on Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff. And at the top of the page is the merch tab. So in case you want to get some of the hats for the, the summer or whatnot. Um, but you're definitely going to want to. Follow our Facebook page and our Twitter page because every Friday or Thursday, whenever I get the link for the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series um, race, I share it out there so you guys could tune in and watch them. Um, I will be touching on a little bit about last week, um, how that race went, and you know, pretty good race. A um, couple racers, surprisingly. Um, you know, fell down behind. You know, down two laps or whatever. Was able to come back uh, to get back on the lead lap. But like I said, a little bit. I'll get into that. But I want to kick it off with the whole the whole fan thing going on here. Uh, so a couple days ago, the latest one was a fan ran out onto the Washington Wizards basketball court while they were playing the 76ers and tried to jump up and touch the the back of the the backboard. Well, before he could do that, the security guard was able to tackle him. No one was hurt. Put in handcuffs. All that happy stuff. But really, like, the week got kicked off. Um, I believe in Boston was the first one that really caught my eye. And that was when a, a, a jerk decided to throw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving. Most likely because he, in a way, stomped on the Celtics logo or you know, scuffed up the logo, however, you want to say it. And then the other one was a, I believe, a, a Sixers game. Um, guy dumped popcorn on Westbrook as he was leaving the court after sustaining an injury. Now, a lot of people are getting on Westbrook saying, dude, it was popcorn. You know, you act like it was acid or something like that. And, you know, okay. Yeah, it's popcorn. It's not going to hurt you. But, these fans that are doing this stuff are like little kids, if you think about it, okay? Okay, maybe I could throw popcorn this time. Well, no one did anything to me, so maybe I'll throw a water bottle. Okay, he throws a water bottle. Well, no one did anything to me there, so I'll try to run out into the court. And, you know, they're going to just keep doing it until something happens you know, yeah, okay, they get arrested you know, what is it, like a $500 fine and and maybe not even probation you know, just just a little fine, a little slap on the wrist so as much as I don't like them LeBron uh, James tweeted out that, you know, it's about time the NBA start taking player safety into consideration when it comes to situations like this how do you stop this stuff? You know, um, I know a few years ago, uh, at least with the NFL, they stopped serving alcohol after third quarter. They sw- they switched when the the cutoff point for alcohol. But you know, okay, yeah, majority of it of these fans probably are drunk when they do something like this. But what's the point of it? I mean you get two seconds of TV time if it's nationally broadcasted. But then you got to pay $500 fine. The only thing I could think of is, you know, obviously most of the time this stuff happens where the the players leave or come from uh, the field or the basketball court, put more security around the tunnels up near the steps you know and I'd be willing to bet that like for example the the Sixers guy that threw the popcorn no one knew who threw it except for Westbrook's teammate because he saw it now obviously Kyrie Irving oh and the other one was uh, I think Trey Brown uh, uh, a person spinning on him that one right there, I mean, that should be like felony assault. Cause that, you know, especially with everything going on right now with, with COVID. Yeah, it's getting better, but still out there. But why spit on it, man, man? It's like, I mean, I hate the Dallas Cowboys, okay? It, it, out of all the sports teams out there that I follow and their rivals, the Dallas Cowboys are my, my worst ones I hate. But I would never spit on them. You know, I, I I wouldn't wish ill will, like, broken legs or anything. Just want to see them lose. And I want to see them lose bad. But back to, you know, how can we stop this? Well, if you're that type of person, one, if you're that type of person that if you get drunk, you'll just do anything on a whim where's your so-called friends at because they're not the ones gonna be bailing you out of jail or your girlfriend or your wife they're not bailing you out of jail and as far as the NBA goes okay yeah you ban their their season tickets even if even even if they bought the tickets from a season ticket holder it's not gonna stop it so I, I think the best way is... Put more security around... The tunnels... Or wherever... You know dugouts or whatever... Players are coming in and out of... To help eliminate... Or at least... Curve the... Tendencies for all this to happen... But I, I just never understood... And this is coming from an Eagles fan... Who's seen... Snowballs get thrown at Santa Claus. Batteries get thrown at JD Drew. Never understood it. And most likely, never will. So last weekend, the uh, NSRA guys were racing again for the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series. And they were at Dover. Um... A surprisingly good start from oops, hit my desk <laughs> much like what happened in the second half of this race um, surprisingly a good start to the whole race a long uh, green green flag run there um, not a lot of space to pass so you had to, had to have a lot of patience it seemed like but once you got going a lot of the racers were um, driving like kind of aggressively or whatever, which then the second half of the race, you start to see a little bit more of the cautions. Now, the points leader Mitchell Adams, I gotta give him credit. Um, during the race, he was down two laps. I forget exactly what happened. I think he pitted the one time, and as he was pitting, a caution came out, which kind of helped put him behind two laps. But he was actually he was able to work his way back onto the lead lap so he passed the leader twice okay basically when I play PlayStation any type of racing games and I'm down two laps I'm done there's there's no way I could I could get back up to the front there and even uh, Ben Izinga did the same thing um there was one car I forget I forget who it was. But there was a real bad uh, caution. Guy blew his engine up or whatever. So he went to the pit. Because it was early on in, in the race. I guess he felt like if he got the the damage fixed, he could come back out and just you know race a little bit. But he was bellowing smoke. I even commented in the, the YouTube chat that it looks like there was a fire on, on pit road. And every time, even when there was... No yellow flag out there, and then the guys are driving around. And when they drive past the, the pit, it was so thick that it was actually coming out onto the track. So you know, kudos to all the, the drivers not letting that um, distract them at all. But in the end, like I said, Mitchell Adams was down two laps. Eventually, got back on the lead and ended up winning the race itself. So very, very good race. Um, he, he he's the first racer this year to win two races before him we had a new winner each week so he was the first one to to win two races this year and go back to back with the wins now this coming friday they're at atlanta so make sure you guys come over on youtube look up 3 TV at 9 p.m eastern and that's where you'll be able to find us make sure you, you know, chime in and chat pick a, a driver or whatnot. but as far as my three racers to watch for this race um, my first one is Bill Edwards he actually had a strong race last week um, I believe led a few laps was up there a good amount of time I would say um, had one or two issues uh, I know ha- I know one run there he had uh really old tires so everybody was pretty much passing him by but he was able to to get that fixed and right now he's 13 points so he's definitely looking to get back up there because i know he was off at least a week maybe two weeks he missed um prior to last week's race so if he could get another good outing last like last week because he finished in fifth. I believe it was 5th place. Um, no, he didn't finish 5th, but he had a top 10 finish there. I, I think he w- is one definitely to watch to try to pull off a win here. And then another one, uh, my second one is Ben Izinga. M- much like Mitchell Adams, he was down two laps, um, but was able to work his way back onto the lead lap. Finishing in 5th. He was the one that finished in 5th. That's right. Um, But he's still looking for his first win. And I think he has a a couple. Top 5's. And a few more top 10's. So again. He's another racer that's right there. Sniffing the. The win column. And may possibly pull it off this week. And then my third one here. Is Ben Mashburn. Just seems like. As far as the wins, he's having small bad luck. I mean, he, he's still doing good. Five out of six races, he's been in the top ten. So he's consistently in the top ten. Just can't get over that hump to get the first W of the season. And maybe this, this week will be the, the time. You know, so we'll see. Um, Sorry, Chris. I know you probably want me to pick you, but as my top three racers. But you know, I think these guys may, may push you a little bit this week. So we will see. But yeah, make sure you guys tune in Friday night, 9 p.m. over on YouTube at Three y TV. Joining the chat, we all have a good time there, and it's even the broadcast um, not serious like you see on Fake uh, Fox or. ABC or you know anything like that? They they put a little nice little spin of of comedy on a little bit, you know, even with those little glitches. But uh, so yeah, Friday, nine p.m. Earlier this week, I saw one of the NSRA guys that race in the STS podcast truck series post on their Facebook, Stephen uh, Doziak, that he believes Ozzie Smith is the greatest of all time and no one could change his mind. Now, me being an Orioles fan, I'm always going to feel like Cal Ripken was the best shortstop ever to play. If you're a Yankees fan, you're going to say Derek Jeter, you know, this and that. So I, I did some digging. I did some, some research to look. Now, you could throw in you know, pretty much any any shortstop over, you know, the lifespan of baseball, okay? But what I did is I figured out basically Ozzie Smith, Derek Jeter, and Cal Ripken are all, all played in the same era, pretty much. I mean, Ozzie Smith started a little bit earlier than Cal. Cal started a little bit earlier than Derek. But they all pretty much retired the same Around the same time, so they all played the same era, and you know there was some stats that were that was uh, surprising, and some not so much. So, like one of the first things that popped up to me, and I had to Google to see what it is, is a player's WAR rating. W A R. Okay, in case you don't know what that is, WAR measures a player's value in all facets of the game. By deciphering how many more wins he's worth. Than a replacement level player at his same position. Okay. So. Basically. If. There's a hundred players. That could replace Cal Ripken. And do better. His war rating is going to be less. And obviously vice versa. Okay. So. So when you look at just that one alone, now, Cal Ripken played 21 years, Derek played 20, and Ozzy played 19. So pretty much all the same amount of time, okay? Cal Ripken uh, war rating was 95.9, Derek Jeter was 71.3, Ozzy Smith was 76.9. Now, to me, I think that's... Kind of eye-opening eye in a way, you know that Derek Jeter and Ozzy Smith. A lot more players could replace them than Cal Ripken and get the wins, and by a big margin too. I mean, almost 20 points. That's that's impressive. But when you really break down the stats, I mean, you know, you look at Cal Ripken. He's the Iron Man. Broke the the consecutive game um, played or started record. Had three thousand over three thousand hits. Derek Jeter had over three thousand hits. Ozzie Smith, surprisingly to me, I thought he had more hits than this. Only had twenty five hundred hits, or twenty four, uh, two thousand four hundred sixty hits. Okay. The thing that surprised me about Ozzie Smith: career home runs, twenty eight. That's it. Out of nineteen years, only twenty eight home runs. Now. Derek and, and Cal, uh, Derek had 260. Cal had 431. Now, does that contribute to playing in Camden Yard all those years? Maybe. But also on the flip side, Derek Jeter also visits there a lot more than Ozzy Smith. Okay. Um, batting average, Cal was 276 which I was surprised about. I thought he'd be a lot closer to Derek Jeter, who was 310. The thing with me, like, you know, I could keep spinning these these stats out and everything like that, but when you really look at all the stats, the thing that really jumps out to me, and this is why I think Cal gets the nod over these two, was the fact of all the games he played uh, consecutively. Okay, he broke that record. Um, I mean like you know games played he played over 3,000 games compared to Derek Jeter and Ozzie Smith you know like that's that that's just insane over 3,000 games I mean Derek Jeter towards the end of his career getting injured I mean when Ozzie Smith was playing I was I don't know uh, 10, 12 years old so I kind of remember him a little bit. I mean, I got his little starting lineup figurine all that, but uh, I just, I'm sorry, I just think Cal is the the better shortstop, the GOAT, if you want to call it that, over these two. And I actually did a uh, Twitter vote um, for a couple days to see who on Twitter would pick as the greatest and much like my decision Twitter picked Cal Ripken with 47% Derek Cheater with 27 and Ozzie with 26% now some of the comments I've seen um, about Derek Cheater was you know at best he's above average player but when it came to the playoffs he was Mr. Clutch. Well, that kind of goes back to the whole Julian Edelman argument. He's averaged during the year. Given the playoffs, he's great. I mean, his, his numbers are up there with some of the greats. Cal was consistent. You know, he, he played good in the, the regular season. He played good in the playoffs. Didn't matter when it was. And Jeter only had one MVP, where Cal had two, and I mean, you know, it, it seems like I'm taking like the Cal versus Derek Jeter um, argument here, or battle, if you want to call it that, and not really talking about Ozzie Smith. But Ozzie defensively was good, and I think that's why everybody thinks he's one of the best. They're not taking consideration overall, and that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about overall. If you take Derek Jeter off the Yankees and put him with the A's, no one would be talking about him be, even being the greatest. Because even my comment I said about Mike Trout with the A's, some consider him the best baseball player in baseball right now, but he's not getting that recognition. Why? She's not playing on a, a big name team. You know, you put, put him on the Yankees or even the Phillies I would consider have more, more name recognition than the Angels. But being that I think Jeter was on the Yankees, helped boost him a little bit, boost his name, his brand, whatever you want to call it, to get some of these awards because a lot of these awards are more of a Uh, popularity contest in my opinion but I will always defend Cal Ripken as one of the greatest shortstops ever to play the game do I want to say he's the greatest ever? I might have to do some research on that but definitely top 5 greatest overall in baseball so we got some UFC fights this week no UFC fights last week or bare knuckle which bare knuckle will be back in 2-3 weeks I think June 26th I believe it is but since we have some UFC fights this weekend we're bringing back our combat corner segment which is sponsored by BetAngles live scores odds and the best ex- expert picks every day Start winning today at BetAngles.com. So I mean, looking at this card, um, it just, it's just—it's kind of like a, a good movie, you know. You know, you're all hyped up in the beginning, it got you going, going. Then the middle comes and kind of just lulls. This is what I feel like about this card when it comes to this card in between the last pay-per-view. It's not over exciting if you want to call it that excuse me i had to take a drink um so we got rosenstruck versus saki in the heavyweight division now that's the only thing i think it has going for them is they got two heavyweight fights and they got two heavyweight fights three middleweight fights and a welterweight fight so there is potential to have some good knockouts and submissions here some Fights that may not go to the decision. But the main. Like I said. Main event is Rosenstruck versus Saki. Um, co-main event is Walt Harris versus Uh Middleweight. We got Roman Dalladizzi versus Loreno Staropoli. And I'm sorry if I'm butchering his names. Um, welterweight. Where we have um, Ponzini Bio versus Miguel Beza. Uh Middleweight, we have Todorovic versus Rodriguez. And then kicking it off, we have Tom Breeze versus Antonio Arreo. Um And here's the other thing about this card with me, as far as I go. Pretty much only the main event and the co-main event are fighters I know who they are. Um, these other guys... With this being a UFC fight night, these guys may have been on a pay-per-view prelim, you know, the past few times, and finally got onto a main card, and is how they, they bring them up through the ranks. But kicking off the, the card, uh, Tom Breeze versus Aradio. I'm gonna go with Tom Breeze here. Um, like I said, in a middleweight division. Pretty much, I'm gonna be throwing darts at the wall here. Uh, I'm gonna go Tom Breeze with a knockout. Then after that fight we have Todorovic versus Rodriguez. i going to go with Rodriguez here. Uh, after them, the welterweight fight Santiago Bio versus Miguel Beze. I'm going to go with uh, Miguel here. Um, after that fight we have a middleweight fight Roman Dolizzi versus Loreno Staropoli I'm going to go with uh, Staropoli here then the heavyweight fight we have uh, co-main event here Walt Harris versus Marcin Uberia i going to go with Walt Harris and then the uh, main event Rosenstruck versus Sakai uh, Rosenstruck was on a good streak there till he ran into Francis Nagano and Nagano put him on planet Jupiter with the with the uppercut. He, he landed. Um, I think Rosenstruck's going to win this one. Um, still young and hungry, so I think a win here could help get him back onto that streak of getting back to you know to title contention. So that is our combat corner segment, which is sponsored by BetAngles. Live scores, odds, and the best expert picks every day. Start winning today at BetAngles.com. So I think that's going to be it for us this week. Um, like I said, make sure you guys head over to YouTube on Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, over on 3 y TV to watch the Stay Tuned Sports Truck series. Um, I'll be there. I'll be chiming in with my comments and jokes and all that stuff. Also, head over to StayTunedSports.net for all of our social media accounts which is on the right hand side there you want to follow them which uh will help you know when i send a link out you guys find a link that way also and we also have the merch tab up top hats maybe i should start making some tank tops for summer i'll put some of those in the the shop as well so until next week it's your good friend jimbo signing out